We're Michael and Amy, your couples connection coaches. Our mission is to help couples thrive using a conscious and holistic approach. This podcast is for couples and singles who want to unlock their relationship potential and reconnect on a deeper, more meaningful soul level. We share insights, client breakthroughs and personal stories to help move your relationship from surviving to thriving. Welcome to another episode of Thrive Again, Your Relationship Podcast. It's Michael here and I have my beautiful wife, Amy, right next to me. How are you, love? (laughs) I'm great, thank you. It's actually a bit hot today. It's yeah. a bit steamy in the shed. We're yeah. set up in the shed, but uh, it's our little office space that we have. Only steamy because it's spring, not anything else. So, you know, we, <laughs> we haven't ventured to the shed. So, <laughs> yeah, just wanted to open up a, um, a conversation today that is very powerful in that a lot of people can't access this. They're blocked from it and it prevents them from having a deep, connected, fulfilling relationship and we're going to speak into that in a sec um, but really just wanted to thank you guys for turning up as you do to to listen to these episodes for your own relationship health you know and making sure that your relationship is moving in the right direction because if you're not doing any work on this stuff mm. then you're going backwards and that's the truth like we there's a danger that we can just dwell in stagnancy mm. mm-hmm. and stagnancy can occur because of so many different reasons but i know for us it's the day-to-day things that we just get swept up in our roles and and the kids and stresses and money and you know outside influences and friends and addictions and all this stuff it just gets in the way and it takes a real concerted approach to avoid stagnation doesn't it oh absolutely and i i think that's our main purpose of sharing this podcast is to share some inspiration some motivation to couples to you know not stagnate and to look at their relationship and face some of the the challenges that might come up because what's the purpose of of being in a relationship or or, or of you know living without growth and fulfillment and joy joy and fun and you know having Mm. that thriving connection so yeah I think it's super important. I love it. So let's get into what we're talking about before we ramble on too much. But today we wanted to speak about maybe some of the reasons initially why we why we don't have a connection with our partner that's at the the level of thriving. Because that's what we aspire our couples to get to. We we don't muck around too much. We don't want mediocrity in our relationships and we do our damn best <laughs> to make sure that we're pulling apart all the moving parts that happen internally within the relationship well of course all of the attachment styles and the love languages and the values and the visions and all that stuff too but we need to move towards the pain the painful parts and sometimes that's really difficult, isn't it? It's it's difficult. Mm. Yeah, no no one likes pain, you know, which <laughs> which is which is okay, you know. But the, the the thing is, is that if we keep avoiding the pain, and if we don't actually open up and and face it, you know, move towards it, then yeah, you we will be stuck, and it will be pretty boring and non non, I guess, fulfilling. 
Um, mm. so and a drawn out process too. Mm. And it ends up just drawing out to this point where you're 15 to 20 years into the relationship. You're kind of living your own lives. You, you feel like you're, you don't even know that other person anymore to a level of depth. Maybe you don't feel like you can be vulnerable with them and you can open up anymore because maybe some trust has been ruptured or maybe you just don't feel safe to, to share with them, you know, what mm. you're feeling, what you're experiencing, what's happening in your world. And so you look outside of the relationship to fulfill those needs and that's where the danger happens. It is. Yeah. And then we also, all sorts of bad habits get into play, you know, like we, we can see addictions play out. We can see... Um, Cheating, you know, yeah, you know, abusive behavior. Abuse. Yeah, it's it can lead to all sorts of problems that we we can avoid if we tackle the issue earlier, mm. and if we yeah look towards it as opposed to running away and escaping the pain of it. Which yeah, we're pretty good. I've, well, I think we and I've done it. We've done yeah. it before. It's easier, easier yeah. to be quiet, <laughs> not say anything, go into our little corners and pretend that we're a happy little family but um yeah it didn't it didn't serve us it didn't really get us to uh this place that's for sure yeah what got us to this place was facing towards the pain and the issues that we might have been internalizing but bringing them to the external you know Mm. actually actually finding the courage to speak up about our our problems that we're experiencing in the relationship from my perspective and you having the maturity to receive that open-heartedly and to be able to process that that in a way that's not critical of yourself it's like hey what are we doing here like we're a partnership Mm. we're a partnership so it's not me versus you even though it, it was for a while it was really me versus you and you know i contributed to that in so many ways as well so yeah, yeah. It's, it's a total shift and that's what we're going to speak on today because it, it was it was scary and it was hard and, and and I think that the topic that I'm just going to drop it down now is is vulnerability, you know, like this is what we need in a relationship that is thriving. We need to have vulnerability and, and I'm going to ask you guys to um, feel into that word. Because when I do that, I took a moment before and I, before we did the, we started recording and I was like, oh gosh, vulnerability makes my body want to contract. Hmm. It makes all my like insides go, oh, like, no, no, like you want to hide. Um, because that's, that's what we've probably been taught and shown and, and hmm. potentially the um, belief that we've created on the term, be vulnerable, you know, and, and I feel like that's a real... Um, hindrance to our relationship is all of those misconceptions about really potentially what vulnerability means in a relationship yeah i want you to tune into that now why why was that making you go all like that when you were saying vulnerability what's happening (laughs) it's scary like i feel like um yeah i don't know where it's come from but i feel that if someone is to ask me to be vulnerable to be truthful then I feel that um, there's a part of me that that wants to put up a mask, oh, that yeah. wants to hide and think that I I'm, I can't be true because I that's not my authentic self. So what if you were to be totally truthful? What happens then? That thought reminates in you and moves to an emotion of like, oh, if I actually expose the real truth of how I'm feeling right now, that 
I don't know, like I might be judged. Is that yeah, one thing? Yeah. yeah, I get I get fearful. I get fearful mm. that it might yeah, I'm, I'm the fear of judgment. Maybe mm. my my um, emotions or my my thoughts aren't worthy of being heard. Um, maybe they're completely off track and they're not normal. I don't know. Like uh, what yeah. is normal? You're not normal. Yeah, I'm not normal. Jeez, you're so abnormal. <laughs> maybe I am. Yeah. But yeah, all these things yeah. come up. You know, I think it, we we've been practicing a lot more vulnerability between the two of us more recently, which allows that to kind of overflow to more vulnerability with the kids and being real and mm. raw with them and not pretending to have a shit all together. Cause sometimes I am tired and exhausted and cranky and I don't, I can't have this mask that I've got it all under control because sometimes I don't. Yes. So yeah. So there's so much layers to that depth of why I, Feel that vulnerability is such a big deal because yeah there's so many reasons and for me there is too of course and for a bloke to be vulnerable to his partner mm. I, I guess to me if I'm vulnerable to you let's I just transport myself back to maybe when we first met if I was vulnerable to you to the level where I'm vulnerable with you now if I was back then I would perceive that I would be weak if mm. I did that. Mm. So mm. I would be worried that you would think that I'm weak and non-masculine and, and quite feminine. And, you know, like, where does that come from? Mm. You know, where does that come from? And, and the answers that are coming to me now are society, maybe my upbringing, you know, maybe influences from my family. And, you know, we're just we're told to protect that part of ourselves. We, we want to project a beautiful reality of ourselves. Look on social media. Everyone has a beautiful life, don't they? <laughs> Jeez, they're going some cracking holidays yeah. and they're always smiling. Mm -hmm. If only you knew what was oh, really going on. Yeah. And yeah. as relationship coaches, we get to see this too, you know, that the images that you see are not the truth, you mm. know, and, and, it, and it does, it feeds into our lack of self-worth, which we all have. We all have... A feeling of inadequacy at some degree mm. so i'd love to know what's what's the meaning of vulnerability to you what does it mean to be vulnerable for me the meaning of vulnerability is to express or open up the deeper parts of my truth without any fabrication mm. Mm. yeah so so it's it's really being able to open up to a depth that normally we don't go to because we just sit on the surface because we don't have time. We don't have trust in the other person. There are so many different barriers to why this happens. But but yeah, that's that's what mm. I put it down to. And And do you realize that actually from a female's point of view, how how attractive that is for a man to be vulnerable with their partner? I think I do now. Mm. I think I do now. But back then, I would never, ever have believed that and I wouldn't have had the courage to even peer into that um, that realm at all. Mm. Uh, mm. Because again, I'm trying to preserve an identity because I felt that by being by being perfect that I would be loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, so to be perfect, you had to put on a lot of different masks and hide the truth. Was that true? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was. It was a um 
it was a, a beautiful mechanism I'd created and it served me well in the short term but in the long term I'd contrived up a an avatar or an identity that I now had to uphold as me mm. and it takes energy mm. and it takes a lot of energy to do that and it also disconnects myself from me mm. and which is the opposite of vulnerability right yeah yeah it's complete yeah. opposite Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> so, so I'm curious to know then, what are some ways, if, if you know, what are some of the benefits of being vulnerable in a relationship? What, what do we see or what do you think that's important to share with our listeners of why, why should partners be vulnerable together? Well, they should aspire to be more vulnerable with each other because if we do that, we create a bubble between the two of us where we can trust and we can resolve issues internally without having to go outside of the relationship. And when I say outside of the relationship, I know that in, you know, maybe, I don't know, 15 years ago, I might've just gone out with a few mates and we'd have a few beers and we'd all whinge about our partners to each other. (laughs) And, and then we'd talk about footy and all the other stuff, but you know, like all of a sudden in order to get reprieve, from a situation that I had within the relationship, I needed to go out of the relationship. And that was literally just a pressure valve release. It was not resolving anything. Mm. It was a pressure valve relief release and we would meet whenever, once a month, once a fortnight. And then I'd come back to the relationship. I'd maybe feel some pressure has been released, but at the same time, the fundamental factors that are contributing to the disconnect between the, between me and you we're still there. Mm, so mm. nothing's changed. Mm. So by being vulnerable, we're opening up to our deep desires, our needs, our wants, the things that we, um, that, that I personally individually need right now to flourish. And I'm asking to, I'm, I'm putting it out there on the line to, to let you know, firstly, this is how I'm feeling. And, mm. and maybe you hurt me in this way. And maybe even I'll experience that hurt while sharing. But, through that expression you see my pain mm. so you see me and if you do the same well now that that's happened that interaction you may feel safer to do the same mm-hmm. and if you feel safe enough to express and share your pain to me then do i have the maturity to hold that space for you and reciprocate mm. Mm. yeah it's a good point you brought into about safety you know <clears throat> so if you're you know, listening and you're thinking, there's no way I can be vulnerable with my partner. Ask yourself, is it because you don't feel safe? I think that's a pretty good question. Ask yourself, is it, is it because, what, what is it? What's stopping you from feeling vulnerable? And some, sometimes there are red flags in a relationship that really need to be explored because ultimately you want to, f- f- our goal in, as relationship coaches with the people we work with is, is to have a thriving relationship which is open and vulnerable and expressing your truest desires, your deepest needs, your, your biggest fears because mm. sometimes it's the fear of actually um, opening up that stops that connection and that deep understanding of each other. 
So yeah, that 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 is something. It's really important in any relationships, but particularly in the in the ones that we work with, is to to ask yourself those questions. Can I can I be vulnerable? Can I open up and express? And if I can't, then why? What is it? Yeah, and I don't know, but from a, a female's perspective, I, you know, I know a lot of relationships and and people that we know where you would like if you were in her shoes and you look at him and his level of emotional maturity and his ability to communicate and to actively listen, you can just see that a lot of those parts are just not there. Hmm. And so you can see why she can't open up to him, especially if he acts in a way that is looking to solve or fix your problem. Mm. Yeah. So that's mm. also another dynamic that's that's an issue mm. that that we, we need to kind of go over as well is that I mean, if, if your man's kind of continually sort of saying, well, you know, because he doesn't want you to be upset. He doesn't want you to be sad. And so if you're welling up with tears and saying that, you know, oh, no, wipe your tears away. Wipe your tears away. You shouldn't be like that. Mm. Why don't you try this? Why don't you try meditation? You should, you know, speak to um, Davo's wife. Like she's, you know, she's keen to meet up with someone. And, and all of a sudden, it's the fixing mind comes in. So... So yeah, it's a good idea to reflect on these these topics to see where the barrier is for you to open up more. Mm. Is it trust? Like, are you not able to trust mm. your partner? Yeah, that's a big one because I, I don't believe that you can be vulnerable with without trust or we're being you know feeling like you're in a trustworthy relationship yeah because then there's that there's another dynamic in play that needs to be explored right you know yeah. trust is is the the core of any deep relationship yeah and and it doesn't have to be the big stuff it's it's trust in that you know if i if i express or open up to you are you going to be open to receiving it mm. and and if not then i'll go elsewhere or I'll just internalize it and I'll ultimately get unwell because mm. I'm, I'm maybe then, you know, feeling anxiety and maybe depressed, depression or depressive states. And, um, and then the list goes on with all the health concerns that might happen from suppressing our emotional needs. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to, for you to share, uh, or maybe we can both share on, what it's what it's done for our relationship to be able to have more vulnerability and trust, deep trust. Well, it makes me look forward to cups of tea with you <laughs> on the couch on the balcony. Yeah, yeah. no, it it does actually, and and that's actually really special to me. It's a there's nothing more that I love actually in life than sitting on the balcony with you and just speaking up about what my current challenge is mm. or what I'm going through. And sometimes we go pretty deep with this stuff and, and, and other times it's just really practical things like, man, I just, I just really, f I've been feeling flat the last few days I, and, and I, I don't know why. And I've got this feeling in my chest and, and that's all I can say to you. Mm -hmm. But by doing that, then you, you're like, oh, that's really interesting. And then you start to maybe unpack or ask questions and maybe that's the benefit of being coaches but <laughs> you then ask me questions as to like well let's 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 dive into this like i wonder where that comes from mm. and by speaking about my issues and and where i'm at currently this week and the stresses that i'm internalizing probably because that's how i process information by speaking outward about it we find that we resolve 
that dilemma or that internal struggle. Mm. So we can resolve our individual issues together. Yeah, and 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 it lightens everything so much, doesn't it? And it, and it strengthens the bond yeah. so deeply. Like if yeah. you, the more vulnerable you can be with your partner, the more you can see them and experience their their rawness, their emotion, mm. their their life through their eyes, and and you can hold that space for them. The, the deeper the connection it is, so it's it's you know obviously something we've been working on for years but it is um so beautiful to be able to have that in a relationship so it could be baby steps Mm. but it's really important to start the process of opening your heart a little bit more to your partner letting them see you letting them in Mm. letting them be able to witness the emotion that you're experiencing if there is emotion there even if it's happiness joy fun laughter Mm. it does you know whatever color of the emotional spectrum Mm. it is it Mm. doesn't matter but it's important to um yeah to be able to have that space for each other i think it's yeah it's so beautiful i feel so grateful that we have that yeah yeah and you know we see rapid transformation in this space don't we Mm. it can take a long time and i think that you know they're baby steps because we're undoing we're we're repaving new neural pathways in this space too especially if you've communicated in one certain way for your entire life but we see shifts within a week Mm. of with couples where we teach them a communication strategy and they embrace it and embody it and actually do the practice and they're able to hold space for the first time so now both are able to receive from the other you know mm-hmm. and, and and it becomes this beautiful enlivening synergy that starts to emerge maybe even something that they've never had before which then leads to what all the juicy stuff mm-hmm. you know it leads to intimacy and and physical intimacy and the desire to want to connect at a physical level as well and not just connect because it's saturday morning and this is just what we do <laughs> it's like damn, I want you, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you know, I really need you right now. Like, you know, and, and it's coming from a place of, of like, man, you know, you're so attractive mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And there were times in our relationships where I felt like you weren't attractive to me. Mm-hmm. You weren't attractive to me. And when we get it, when we get to the bottom of it, it's, it's the dynamic that we're holding in ourselves, and, and the fact that we're looking outside often in, in the relationship for, for other things but if we can absolutely find it within Mm. um, especially if you have that that foundation together in the first place Mm, absolutely and and it it takes courage Mm. you know it does take courage i feel like it's something that we've probably been maybe shown or society has taught us that it's it's not okay to show weakness or to to be yeah especially for to go for the guys but also for the girls to some degree because you know we we've i feel like a lot of the females in this era are quite masculine in that space Mm. so it's they don't drop into their feminine that easily and feel the emotion they just mask it up with something else or hide it away as well so yeah I, i the i feel like it's really important to speak and share that it is courage that you need to open a little, a little bit, little bit, little bit by little bit with your partner to be able to have that deeper understanding and connection. Yeah. yeah. And I'm hoping that it's not too far fetched for some couples and, mm. and maybe it is, maybe it feels that way. And if it does, then make sure you reach out to us and, and we'd love to hear from you uh, because 
you know, often you don't see the potential, but we do. And we like to, you know, um, unravel that for you and, and to let you know from the exterior what we see. And through our experience, we're hopefully able to help with that. But, mm. um, and uh, we've got an amazing opportunity to, to open up to more vulnerability and trust with our upcoming retreats. Um, I think it won't be far off um, the time that this goes live, but you know the, the retreat is a perfect spot to to be held and have that safe space to know that it's it's perfectly fine and amazing if you can be more vulnerable mm. with your partner. So uh, yeah, we help you. Up. We help each other to meet each other where you're at right now, mm. rather than want or desire your partner to be a certain way. This retreat helps you to see each other again mm. you know to really see experience and understand each other from each other's reality you mm. know because we do we just get we get we get shut down into our own our own reality and that's normally a symptom of, of just being in fight or flight just being in survival mode and mm. and yeah it takes supporting each other being vulnerable being able to trust each other i got your back you know mm. Yeah, the retreat's going to be amazing. I can't yeah. wait. It's going to be so much fun. So if you are interested, there, there's a couple of spots still left. It's from the 13th to the 15th of October. There is some details we can pop in the show notes. If you are interested, please reach out and um, we'll share a bit more about what to expect on that beautiful weekend away together. But um, for listeners out there, I, I encourage you, I try and challenge you to be more vulnerable uh, with your partner because it's worth it. Mm-hmm. beautifully said thanks again listeners been nice to connect with you again and we will catch you on the next podcast thanks guys <laughs>